bonus level. That music still hits so hard. All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever edition of the Phantom Effect Royal Rumble Podcast Edition. Uh, so we're gonna be doing pretty. It's gonna be pretty interesting tonight. So we're trying something really new here, um, me and Devin. So what we're doing is we have a group of people waiting in the wings. Uh, we're gonna be bringing people in Royal Rumble style. Uh, we have like countdowns and everything. It's gonna be really cool. And we're gonna bring people in. We're gonna talk about like past Royal Rumbles, kind of wrestling in general. Uh, and then the new Royal Rumble, which is at the end of this month of January of 2021. Thoughts, who we think would be really cool to see as a surprise guest. Um, so this is open. This is live. So feel free, ask any questions. We'll bring them up on screen. We'll talk about it. And what we're going to be doing is, uh, like I said, we're doing this full Royal Rumble style. So periodically, any guest that gets brought in, they're going to be kicked out. It's going to be a surprise. We're like going to keep things really like entertaining. It's going to be really... Uh, you man get out of here oh what is up mark i am <laughs> whatever man this is my time this is my time this is my time hey you know what we had to tell mick that we had to move this along because this is the royal rumble podcast that we are we've been planning for a while now yeah uh, this is the first time we've ever it's like if this goes well we can start doing some really cool things like for like future pay-per-views and like live things of like watch alongs and stuff so this is our like test of seeing how well we can get some stuff to go and hopefully my mick doesn't fire us for this either like i mean it's gonna be you know it's gonna be fantastic um for everybody out there who doesn't know uh me and mark have decided to become the new world order of the podcasting world yep we are rebranding we're the official nwo of podcasting but also welcome everyone from scene scene snobs that's watching us this is our our debut on the scene scene snobs channel um thanks to mick for bringing us on board so this is our little debut show that we're doing normally you guys are going to see us on sundays that's going to be our our normal time slot but we wanted to do something really cool uh for our first ever appearance so uh welcome everyone on that channel we're, we're happy to be a part of it um but yeah i mean royal rumble man a couple weeks um yeah if there, was, if there was ever a time to infuse new blood in, into the programming, I mean, now's now's the time. Oh, I'm excited. Um, it's always my favorite time of the year. I know some of the people that we have lined up today uh, are also huge fans. Um, they're excited. We have people from you know all walks of all walks of the you know f- eras going from the beginning all the way to now. We have people who have watched the network getting ready for this and. 
yes uh, any, anyone can be, yeah devin's mom you can be a guest devin's mom uh <laughs> shoot me a message on facebook and i will send you the link to join and you can no, tell she me knows about nothing that. about wrestling so it's gonna be great <laughs> so uh, as we said we're gonna have all well, awesome gotta wait a little bit you know, uh, even the aggression era, people yeah. are going to be coming in. We have all sorts of stuff. So, you know, I'm excited. But, you know, it's so weird, Mark. Everybody always is in the middle of like a big battle. And then they get yeah. into that countdown um, and it hits that 30 second. It's, you know, you start getting that 30 second mark and they actually cut it now. Um, seeing she knows Bulldog Don Kent. What do we go. need? What do we need? Bobo Brazil. Be <laughs> there. Um, so the thing is, is we're even going to, uh, you know, we could be cut off at any point. In- oh, coming now. <laughs> Mark, are you kidding me? We got Kayla here. We got all sorts of new people coming here from Russell Soaptopia. Ding dong. Hello. You know, we had to bring you on, of course. Yes. If we had to speak, we had to speak the whole year about what happened in 2020s wrestling careers that we were like, you know what? Who else can we call? We're going to have you on Kayla for sure. We're going to have you on for the Rumble show. Yes. We had a two hour conversation. How did we pull that off? We'll never know. And somehow we survived talking about Monday Night Raw and our brains totally did not I'm I'm sending your mom this link, Devin. Oh, God. I hope you realize that I'm going to find your mom on Facebook and I'm sending her this link. I really don't. I hope you don't. I'm doing it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I can't deny her when she asked for it exclusively. That's rude. (laughs) Kayla, are you excited for this year's uh, Royal Rumble? I am, but I'm going to miss the fans because they always bring the atmosphere and the excitement and the countdowns. It's going to be very lonely without the people there, but I do expect some surprises and hopefully the right people win the Rumbles to make this road to WrestleMania somewhat fun during a pandemic. I got you. I got you. All right. I sent her the link, man. So we're going to see what happens. That's why we're doing this. We're having having some fun here. Um, You're welcome, Devin's mom. You're welcome. Um, so Kayla, like I, I mentioned it really quickly before, you know, I was rudely interrupted by b- the both of you, um, <laughs> that if there was ever a time to use the Royal Rumble to infuse actual blood into the program, now is going to be the time. So to get your opinion on it, right? So let's say dream, dream person, right, to get some new blood, whether it's somebody coming back from an injury or somebody like from the Indies or something, um, like who do you think could actually like infuse some blood? And obviously they're going to have to go to raw because raw is terrible right now. Yes. Raw needs Jesus. And I think they need more than like two people to help. I know some of the dream ideas is Damien priest and Rhea Ripley. I will love that. But quite frankly, you need basically half of NXT to help Monday night raw at this point, because it's such a really, really hard show to watch these days. Honestly, it's up to Vince to see what kind of stars he wants to make heading into the new year. Because right now, it's still stagnant. We're relying on old people, and I love old people, but they're not the future. So we're kind of stuck with Vince making really bad decisions in 2021. And as we all know, we're not getting younger. We're going to be aging out the demo, and Vince has been out of the demo for God knows how long. Um, Vince has been out of the demo yeah. for about for a long time, four for years time. now, five years. Well, now. it doesn't help. Like, so AEW is still not as young as you would want. But I think I just I was listening to Wrestling Inc. a couple weeks ago, and they said the highest average age of WWE is fifty-five and over. Sorry, Mark. 
I hate this way more than I thought I would. Okay. <laughs> Got to be right in the middle of it. Uh, adding a new person to the ring coming down the line. Ronnie D, thank you for not Titus, you know, Titus O'Neilling it. <laughs> right under the ring. Yeah. Right. Well, thank God this is virtual or I would have because I'm clumsy as <laughs> shit. So, um, so uh, Ron, in high school, I knew you were a big wrestling fan. Yes. And so I put the word out there. I knew I knew it. You were going to catch that bite and you're like, I gotta uh, try and do it. any chance I can get to talk wrestling, dude, I love it. You know, it's no. because as a kid, you have like all your friends are involved. And then as the oh, years yeah. go on, they just kind of like dwindle, dwindle down. Everyone so, peers off. Yeah, exactly. So anytime I can talk, talk wrestling with somebody, it's, and I'm always excited. Oh, so, yeah. uh, uh, okay. I'm just going to finish my thought before I get interrupted. <laughs> uh, it's a good, it's an interesting topic because the average age for WWE, their average listening demo that Kayla just brought up is 55 and over and AEW is like 39. So still both way higher, but I mean, 55 for WWE, how long is that sustainable at all? I mean, no, they definitely have to, they, at some point they have to, to get to a younger, uh, base, but unfortunately, as much as I love Vance and all respect to the old man, but as long as he has some kind of say, so I, I he's just always going to love the older guys, the older generation. Yeah. Cool. It, he's just, it's clinging on to that. Oh, I mean, cause, and that's a bad thing. Cause, uh, and Kayla, that's why like, I, that's why I'll usually shout out stuff on Twitter when there's actually something good going on, like. That actually happens, but like with Raw, they go the Legends Nights like their desperation. Let's get a ratings bump, and as long as it keeps working, and it did, like demo wise, it did terrible. But all Vince cares about is. Uh, Sorry, yeah. that's our mascot for everybody who doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, everyone's used to it by now. Uh, but like, you know, Vince just cares about being able to report to USA what their number was, and it, it worked again. Like well, they did Legends Night, and it worked. And the thing is, too, as I mean, like even even friends and family I know that used to watch wrestling, they won't watch anymore. But then they hear somebody's coming back for a night, or somebody like Goldberg's going to be at an event somebody who doesn't care they're like oh i love goldberg even though i have no idea what's going on they'll tune in and when those ratings go up it's just like hey it's working yeah, it'll last for see now i know what you're doing it on purpose yeah. <laughs> Coming to the ring, and I have to say it this way because it was planned, and he told me it was the best way to do it. Michael, sweet poison, <laughs> Marino. What's going on, everyone? Thanks Hi. for having me. Um, <laughs> Mike, welcome to the Phantom Effect pay per view. Um, I wanted to tell you guys that when I brought this to Mike, knowing that him and two of our other guests. Or backyard wrestling when I was a small kid. <laughs> I was like, Mike's going to love this. And uh, I do have to state Mike wanted me to tell everybody uh, Mike is officially a heel and is going to defeat everyone. Uh, <laughs> you better watch out for that lethal injection, aka my team. <laughs> Super kick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um we do like i said we're gonna have people from all of uh all walks of life um so mike being that you were a part of the um 
I know you were a part of the aggression era and actually before yeah. that even. Um, how yeah, do you feel attitude about era. Huh? That was the attitude era? Actually, the yeah. the golden age. Well, how do you feel? How do you feel about the current age? Uh, it just doesn't. It's nowhere near the classic. I'm sorry. This is. It's hard to watch compared to, I don't know, Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out, calling for the beers, stunning everyone. You just can't compare. I mean, it's, it's hard. It's just like anytime they get anyone that could have that factor, they just butcher and yeah. become a joke. Where it's like, that's why I was at, you know, like, and you guys can give me your thoughts on it, but like, I don't know how the Royal Rumble is usually a time to like bring back people from injury, debut a couple people, call some people up. But I don't know. Like, I don't even know who what can be done with who to make the, it entertaining at all. I'm, I mean, oh. at this point, I'm actually excited to see which NXT star they're going to be pulling up. So um, before I get too far into it, Mark, don't start talking yet. Coming from our bonus episode music, the one, the only, Matt Manzella. Welcome to the Phantom Effect officially, buddy. Devin, let me tell you something real quick. Let me take the mic for a second. Shame on you for saying your mom knows nothing about wrestling. I, I was watching the name she was posting, and let me tell you something. For the record, she's an encyclopedia. She probably knows more than both you jobbers combined. <laughs> and I can tell you for a fact, she knows more than everybody on the screen right now. So careful what you say. You know what? I'm going to, you have to listen here, brother. My mother <laughs> doesn't even know what a jobber is. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Devin, you are the best jobber. You're the number one jobber. It's true. Hey, you know what? You guys you guys can have your little fun down at Jabroni Avenue, but I will be sitting perfectly high in my I will ear. Straight up super kick you. <laughs> the lethal injection is coming your way. So um so like I was saying though, with NXT bringing on their their you know their talent coming up, um I feel like it does have a lot of the old school wrestling feel to it. Um yeah. it's not but, so much yeah. but story. You can get called up that Vince doesn't ruin within a month. I mean, you know, uh, Damian Priest was going to get called up. And I mean, okay, I don't know if uh, Kayla, I'm sure I know Kayla knows this. I don't know. Who, uh, so do you guys hear what they were going to bring up uh, Damian Priest as? Yes. Like, yeah. did, 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 have you guys heard about this? I like, haven't heard that one. So he was supposed to debut on Friday um, and be Kevin Owens' tag team partner. And his gimmick was going to be that he's Kevin Owens' best friend who has showed up out of nowhere. That was going to be his gimmick. Yeah. And the only reason it didn't happen, because Vince wanted it. The only reason it didn't happen, because Roman Reigns and KO, because KO said, I guess, but it makes no sense. But Roman Reigns went, no, we're not doing this. We're not debuting him as KO's best friend. I won't be a part of it. Like Roman Reigns refused. Thank God. <laughs> but how stupid is that? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I think the only one that could bring in would be uh, Adam Cole because he is Shawn Michaels, you know, proje. Okay, Adam. 
I'm waiting to see who else gets annoyed by this. What up, Jobber? Uh, coming in uh, from the seventh position, we have Zeno. What's up, Zeno? What's going on, Jobbers? Oh. I heard you guys talking about Jobbers out there, and I was like, wait a minute here. Devin's the ultimate Jobber. I can see the six Jobbers now on the screen with me. Oh. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Hey, who let this guy on? Don't you have any kind of quality control? <laughs> no, people just kind of can pop in quality control, Devin wouldn't. If I had quality control, Devin wouldn't be on this show. Yeah, yeah I co signed that. It's true. <laughs> um, so, um, <clears throat> so, Zeno, I know for a fact. Boom. Fuck it, Devin. Every, Mom looked it up. Monday, yes. Wednesday, Friday, you're watching. How do you feel about the current talent? Honestly, it's a joke. You know, I honestly, every time I watch it now on Mondays, it's, I don't even like watching it anymore. I'm more of an AEW fan now, pretty much, just because I like the old school wrestling, but they don't have the same guys they used to have. And the newer stars, it seems like they don't know how to produce them anymore. Gotcha. So, yeah, um, just, there's there's no there's nothing like and that's what I was saying. I don't normally the Royal Rumble I get excited hey, for for people coming up. Mark. No. Yeah, kill your friend. Oh. That's what he comes into. What? <laughs> you, you, you didn't hear Cameron? <laughs> no. I missed well, it. It, so you hit mute, and I, mean, I was like, oh, I'm going to kill you, man. And the second it unmutes, just this Cameron going, you're going to kill your friend? I'm like, Hello, like that's the thing <laughs> yep, I you catch on. Didn't that's see it, but you know what? No. It's all good. We're, we're going to celebrate today. Uh, I do want to say, so, Eric, I know we – are you going to go by Wolverine this whole time? Is that where we're going to consider you there? <laughs> Because I want to call you out, Eric. We got you from the Ear Hustling Podcast, and I hear you're not too far from myself here in Detroit. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, got did, it. He, did he freeze? I think yeah, I think it, froze. it happens. It happens. It happens. Um, it happens. If, uh, we'll get this. this Eric, you know I'm what sorry. I was, uh, there it goes. I, I was considering the, uh, the crew. Oh, it keeps cutting out in and out. Yeah, you're you're cutting in and out a little bit. Dad, help me. Oh. So, <laughs> Eric, if I cut you off in the middle of the sentence, I apologize. Uh, but I want to know from everybody. That's right. From uh, the from the D, baby. Oh, there we go. Cool, cool, cool. We got it. <laughs> yes. Eric, Eric, your your thing is glitching on our end, man. Uh, so I want to know from everybody. We have. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yep. He he's got to be on like a ten second delay. Yeah, I don't know how. That's now. okay. Too many too many jobbers up in here. Killing <laughs> 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 our Wi-Fi. <laughs> um, I do want to st- uh, go around and ask everybody who they believe will be the top uh, the top dog for the women. And for the men. Hey, me. And I'm going to start with help you, Mark. That. Um, no. It, okay. So my vote could change. I'm going to take a wild card shot um, for the Royal Rumble. Ah! 
I'm going to go well, NXT call-up for the women. Rhea, Rhea Ripley wins it. Um, and by that point, at some point, Charlotte Flair becomes champion because they can't help but put make Charlotte Flair champion. And Rhea Ripley, and they do that rematch to try to, like, rebuild rebuild her uh, a little bit here. So that's going to be my pick is Rhea Ripley for, NA, for uh, the women. For the men... God, they've ruined they've ruined everybody. So I honestly like I don't know really where to go with it. But if I had to take a rant, I'm gonna take a shot in the dark. I'm just gonna go. Oh God, everyone sucks. Um, <laughs> like everyone sucks so bad right now. Uh, uh, from the men, I'm gonna go Daniel Bryan only because of the rumors that they if they can't get the Rock for WrestleMania, they're just gonna like throw in DB for. Roman Reigns. It's got to either that or it's going to be somebody from SmackDown because they, they're going to go Roman Reigns with the person who wins it versus Drew McIntyre if he's if he's still the champion. So uh, I'm gonna, at least going to go SmackDown guy. That's where I'm going with it. Okay. Um, actually, we got Eric. I got you back in here. Okay. Yeah, we have uh, a we have a, we we have a comment here. They just uh, from Ethan Ralph. They just don't know how to create a good persona now. The best wrestlers had a nice backstory that was interesting. Now it's just here is this guy. You're gonna like him. Yeah, I, I mean agree. that's basically how it goes. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. So especially with NXT, I mean they with NXT guys, they spend all that time building a character and then they get moved up to the roster and it's just like all right, start from scratch again. We're gonna just act like none of that actually happened um i know i know for you uh for some of you that uh this is your first time uh listening to the um podcast and even some of the uh some of the people in here with us uh, might have not known this but me and mark have had this conversation countless times before about um they actually just completely destroyed Alistair Black. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who, yeah, who I will argue, Alistair Black with his. I mean, they weren't going to go, obviously, not like the next Undertaker, like with Supernatural gimmick, but that next, like, cool atmosphere of guys. And I don't know how you butcher a guy like Alistair Black taking away probably one of the coolest entrances in WWE, one of the sick finishers of the guy, because the guy's a legit kickboxer. He can legit make it. Um, like look really good, and I don't know how you butcher a guy that quick. You know, I, I, I agree. I didn't mean to interrupt, and sorry to be coming a little late to the party. No, it's I was, all good. I was looking forward to an Alistair Black versus the Fiend match. I think that yeah. would have been incredible. Oh heck yeah, for but, sure. And um, I'm not yeah. gonna say that I'm uh, you know, gonna you know, one of those people that are I'm riding the Fiend train. But for sure, that was the way I was thinking everything was going to go. And then last minute, it was like, yeah, he's going to face. I mean, he was doing so good against Buddy. And then it just disappeared. Yeah. And then and then somehow they bring Buddy back. Right. Like they actually made him relevant again. And then within the course of a month, brought him back down to being a nobody again. And now he hasn't been on SmackDown in how many weeks? Uh, I have to say, like, he's for like, when did Zelina Vega get kicked out? Yeah, it's been, it's been about two months. Yeah, yeah. Months. As soon as Seth Rollins went away and they had to kind of stop the whole, it, it, it was what? Him and, it was before Baron Corbin debuted his new gimmick. And that was the last time because he was in a feud with Buddy Murphy and then Buddy Murphy, like, won the feud and then disappeared. And he hasn't right. been on TV since. Uh, I'm going to kick it over to Kayla now. Kayla. 
with your expertise uh, and your wrestle with the wrestle soaptopia, I have to ask you, who do you think is going to be one and uh, number one for both parties? All right, so let's start with the women first. Um, I like Rhea Ripley a lot, but I'm actually going to go with Bianca Belair to win the Warrior Rumble on the women's side and challenge Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania. I think that's the best possible matchup we have on the SmackDown women's side. My dream would have been Bailey and Sasha main eventing Mania, but they shot a whole feud in a month and a half, so we can just drain that. As for the men, I've had a very bold prediction for like the past maybe month or so, and I'm sticking with it. I might be completely wrong. I'm picking Big E to win the Warrior Rumble, challenge Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. And I love the history of the New Day and the Usos being together on opposite sides of this war between Roman Reigns and Big E. And if WWE let Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman tell this story the way it should, this could be an awesome WrestleMania main event. But that is dependent on this McMahon having a clue to tell a good story from start to finish with history dating back like four years ago almost. So that's those are my dreams for WrestleMania. For sure. I mean, um, do you think it's too soon for Big E, like to have them built him up by enough by then to be like a credible challenger? Not that like, obviously I can see him beating, but I mean, like in terms of wrestling kayfabe. Like, at this point, they have nothing to lose. Kofi got hot on a whim two years ago heading into Elimination Chamber. So anything can happen when you have lightning in a bottle. It strikes, a star gets hot. They desperately need stars right now. So what the hell? Why not take a chance, take a risk, get over somebody, and make sure that somebody gets to Roman Reigns as rough? Because I love Roman. He's fantastic as a heel, but he's beaten down everybody. And at least somebody at some point before WrestleMania should have a good day. And I think that day belongs to Biggie. For sure. Um Actually, looking at the Vegas odds, Big E's not that far from the top. Um, a lot of people have him or Daniel Bryan for sure winning it all. And it's kind of – and there's one other name in there too that I'm holding my back pocket because I believe he will be the winner uh, and go after the Raw championship. But uh, let's kick it over to Ron. Uh, what do you think um, for the boys and the girls? So uh... – the women, I think it's it's. I think there's a lot of women that could that have a legitimate chance of uh, coming away with it. But I, I think I think Bianca Belair right now is so hot, and I think that they know the fans want it, and I think it's her time to kind of shine. Um, I think she's gonna end up winning it. For the men, I think I think Big E eventually will be the guy to dethrone Roman Reigns. I just don't think it's right now. I think it's a little early, and I think and this is gonna be a bold prediction. But I think it's Bobby Lashley's time, dude. I think her business is going to get a representative finally, and he's going to – I think Bobby Lashley's going to pull this one out. That's very interesting. I would be happy with that to finally actually give Lashley what yeah. should have been done five years ago yes. and yeah. have him destroy – and he has to destroy Drew McIntyre. I mean, like, yeah. just – he has to, like, carry and cross to Keith Lee at, or, like, Tommaso Ciampa and, like, just obliterate him in, like, yes. less than two minutes. Well, and that's yeah, not what I think. you say about Tommaso? <laughs> <laughs> I, and I think I think the hurt business is they're they're hot right now. I think a lot of people uh, are behind them, and I think they got some good heat. And I think giving Lashley that catapult to the top spot would would just add to that stable. I think I mean I think it'd just be something different. I mean I know there's a lot of talks about obviously like Daniel Bryan or or The Rock, pot, like all this kind of like betting odds type thing. But I think Lashley's Lashley's kind of a good surprise pick, and it's a long overdue. I mean this guy should have won. For sure. Yeah, I think I but I think if they do it and he wins the championship off of Drew, 
I feel like there's going to be a turn with MVP. I, yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to shred down that uh, the hurt business. Uh, sweet poison. Same question. Uh, you know, honestly, I have to go with what Ronnie B said. I think Bobby Lashley. It's his time. I mean, he should have had it years ago, but he didn't. They, you know, put him in uh, ECW, which was a joke. I think now is his time, and um, that's realistically, uh, as a fanboy of the old, older wrestlers, and I say older, um, I'd love to see CM Punk come back. Not win it, but just make an appearance. I'm a huge CM Punk fan. I get a lot of crap for it. Uh, I also see uh, Seth Rollins coming back. You know, maybe he'll win it, maybe he won't. Uh, I just feel like... He's kind of like their go-to guy when they don't have anyone else. Uh, as far as the women's go, I would say Rhea Ripley. Did I say that right? Yeah, I yeah. Her in yeah, okay. yeah, Rhea, yeah Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Uh, I just, that's all I read about is her nowadays. Uh, she's kind of tearing it up in NXT, so I would definitely have to go with her. Thank you, Scott Barnett. Um, Matt, I'm going to change it up a little bit for you. What kind of guest appearances do you think we're going to have this year? I, you know, all I all I hope for is that we see Karrion Cross. I'm not I'm not sure if he'll be a surprise entrant this year, but man, how could you not? I mean, like you guys touched on earlier, they already dropped the ball with Alistair Black. He had all the potential in the world. I thought there was no way they could fumble the ball with him. And I, I feel like you got a second chance at catching lightning in a bottle with Karrion Cross. You, I, that guy's got money written all over him. I don't know how you couldn't have him make a Royal Rumble appearance and eventually down the road make him into a monumental star. Yeah, because it's 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 a kiss. They can have him appear, and he doesn't have to like debut. Like he can still stay in NXT and win back his title, but he can like show up at the Rumble, get like eight eliminations, look like a monster beast, and then you know you have like I don't know like somebody like big name, you know, throw him out like a champion. Like you, you just got to make sure if you like, you bring him up, you got to be really careful who throws him out. You know, it can't just be like some nobody that just happens to be in there. Like you got to, you know, have it be like, like Bobby Lash or something like that. You got to have it be like some big name throws him out. Do you, have any, uh, do you have any females that you think might show up this year? They're like old school female wrestler. It's hard to say. I mean, that's a toss up. I, I, I gotta be honest in terms of any surprise entrance, numbers for the females i haven't really given it much thought i I don't see there being any aside from the gimmicky like the molly hollies and the old school things like maybe a trish stratus appearance something like that but i I don't think there'll be entirely too many surprises in the the women's royal rumble any kelly kelly's or anything like that so yeah something like that i mean listen (laughs) at the the end of the day you you have to get that number up there you know there's only so many slots so you do have to fill those spots and and that leaves open the door for people like as you mentioned, Kelly Kelly and, and maybe Lita or something like that. So maybe AJ you know, or Melina. Yeah. Any of the, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a toss up. Any of those, I'm, I'm sure we'll be seeing plenty of familiar faces in there. I gotcha. So actually Mark, Mark's trying to force Devin over the top rope. <laughs> Can he hold on? James signaling for it here. Both men go to the corner. And the pounce to the outside! Pounce sends him over the top! 
he's caught. He's caught by Mick Manhattan from the scene snobs. Devin was sweating there for a minute, brought back to the ring, climbs back over the rope, and delivers a super kick right to Mark's chin. Sweet chin music with that one. That was a close one, folks. Um, Zeno, we have you coming up next. Now, what is your thoughts on who is going to win the Royal Rumble, and who do you think might be a surprise appearance? Well, if I had to choose who's going to win the Women's Royal Rumble, I'm going to say Becky Lynch, to be honest with you. Um, I just think that it's a new year. They want to probably bring her back. I know she just had a baby, but I think she's going to probably make it a appearance for sure. And then for the guys, I'm thinking Seth Rollins. And then what a better way for a uh, pipe. Both of them yeah. get a baby, and both of them win the Rumble. That's just what I'm saying. Yeah. The years uh, of the baby. I yeah. It. It'd be a good way for everyone just to kind of forget Seth Rollins' Messiah gimmick if he just shows up with back to burn it down, and everyone can just go back to forgetting that he did that. Well, that he I did the Messiah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, but I really thought originally, I thought maybe Goldberg was going to win it or Lesnar. But then I'm like, well, now that what they were to do with Goldberg, and who knows if Lesnar's coming back, I'm going to go with Rollins. Now, um, Eric, welcome to the Ear of the Hustling podcast. He changed his name when he jumped back in. You know what? I was on one device, and I switched to another. I'll clean it up in a second. I got involved in the conversation. Um, It's all good. It's all good. Um, Actually, I want you to answer this question from a uh, from a fan that we have here. Um, who do you who do you guys think will be uh, will make a name for themselves? Not win, but kind of take the step up. You know what? Um, I'm thinking Kyle O'Reilly from NXT. Really? Um, hmm. I, I've got a theory. I think that if anybody in the undisputed era is going to be in a rumble, it's going to be those two. Everybody's been too friendly. I think that O'Reilly is going to toss out Adam Cole or vice versa, and that's going to lead to a split of the Undisputed Era. But I think that that's going to be a key moment um, if the two of them are in the ring together. So I think Cal O'Reilly, because I you figure the Undisputed Era all should come up at the same time. At least that's what my thought is, because right. otherwise you're going to ruin everything. Ha- I feel like they have to. And like I, I, people are saying, like, oh, they, like, they're just, you know, it's a lot of guys from all, but it's like... It- I feel like Adam Cole, yeah, is next in a generation talent, but I feel like if he doesn't come up with everybody, I feel Vince will ruin him if he comes up by himself. But at least if he's in the group, it gives him a slight chance to be saved. Yeah, so I I think that that's what's going to – I think Cal O'Reilly is going to be the breakout guy. Uh, On the women's side, uh, Rhea Ripley, she kind of got snowed over, to be honest, last WrestleMania uh, fighting Charlotte Flair. I didn't really see a need for her to – to lose the title to Charlotte. Um, but again, like you said, there's Vince. <laughs> so I think, um, I honestly, as the NXT, you know, they always bring up a few NXT guys. I think Johnny Gargano, I think it's going to be his time to come up and play, uh, come and play with the big boys for real. Um, he's been down there for a while. Um, him and actually I, I mentioned to Mark before him or Ciampa would be excellent to bring up to, for the Royal Rumble, just for yeah. publicity sense. And then just, you know, leave them back down at NXT, um, because they're killing it over there. I don't, I would never take it away from them, but I don't think they want to go anywhere either. <laughs> looking at the way I mean outside of uh, Kevin Owens and maybe Finn Balor 
it's like they just crap all over. How do you blow Samoa Joe? How do you blow Shinsuke Nakamura? How do you not put a belt on Cesaro for, you know, a certain period of time? You know, I know he had the U.S. title like a gazillion years ago, but how do you how do you not say that these guys are over when the fans clearly liked all of the, of the above? Let's not even mention uh, Rusev. <laughs> I, I don't understand it, but they want to try to get Lana over. Okay. <laughs> um, let's kick it. Around. I'm gonna kick it around a little bit, Ron. What was your favorite Royal Rumble? Oh, my favorite Royal Rumble. Um, I mean, I'd have to go back probably to Attitude Era. I'm a huge Stone Cold fan, and the Rumble where he got tossed out and the ref didn't see it and he snuck back in, threw Bret Hart over the ropes. I mean, it's just iconic. Uh, he's by far the best Royal Rumble competitor of all time. I mean, three wins. I mean, he's huge. That's got to be my my moment because as a kid, and that, that's I miss being a kid because you don't see stuff like that happening. I mean, nowadays we've gotten older and we watch it, so we it's kind of predictable. You know who's got the heat. You know who's going to win. You know who has no chance of winning. Right. But as a kid, you don't know. You're just you're just like mind blowing and stuff yeah. like that happens. And that that's probably my favorite Royal Rumble moment and Royal Rumble of all time. Um, Kayla, same question. Ooh, a lot to choose from. I'm actually going to go fairly recent. 2018, I love the final four of Vince's hired guns of Cena and Roman Reigns and Triple H's children, Finn Balor and Shisuke Nakamura. That final four was great. And just for the first time in a long time, I felt like the Royal Rumble really meant something heading into WrestleMania and they got the right person. Withstanding what happened to Shinsuke at WrestleMania that year, I'm going to forget that. But the moment that he won, it felt like for a night, Vince understood it and then he didn't for months later. Yeah. Hopefully his run on last episode's uh, SmackDown was the start of something new and not just we needed somebody to beat three guys. Let's just have Nakamura do it. Hopefully that was the sign of a face turn. But uh, I think um, blanking on which one of you brought up Cesaro, but I feel like now, now it makes me worried about Cesaro though, because that takes away their tag team, which was at least having him do something but if you turn if you're turning nakamura face i feel like vince is gonna be like uh i don't know just have cesaro just be a jobber again for a while uh, they'll, they'll give him another random tag partner and be like yeah, yeah. just pretend like yeah. this is a thing now <laughs> <laughs> these guys are best friends yeah <laughs> <laughs> mike i know you've been watching the royal rumbles from front to back yes i have Tell me, favorite Royal Rumble. Ah, it's always going to be the 1992 Royal Rumble. How can you not Woo! love that Rumble? Ric Flair, just the story leading up to it. You have you started at Survivor Series, and you have The Undertaker beat Hulk Hogan with Flair's help. Then this Tuesday in Texas, a week later, you know Hogan wins it back, almost in the same way. Cheats, so they strip him of the title. Now you throw 30 men over, you know, into the uh, Rumble, for the world title. That that Royal Rumble is my favorite because of Hogan, Flair, Snuka, Piper, Jake Roberts, Savage, Sid. Think about it. All these legends. I'm not really a fan of how it, it ended with uh, Hogan trying to pull Sid over the ropes and then Flair dumping him over. I think they could have done something different with that. You have two of the four former four horsemen in the ring together, make it, make it big, but they didn't. 
So we could do. But the the best part about that is also the fact that after he won the title, he's bleeding, he cuts that promo. If you haven't seen that promo, go watch it. With a tear in my eye. <laughs> That's iconic too, because that was Flair's big moment in the then WWF. Like, okay, he's he's here now. Like he's, he's not going to get buried. Like this, this is the guy. And that's a, that was a huge moment. That's exactly. And that also cemented him. I mean, he came in as quote unquote, the real world champion holding the WCW, I'm sorry, the NWA world title. And now here he is. He wins the WWF title. Now he can really say that he is the real world champion. Yeah. Can't write that. Well, you can write this, but it doesn't get much better than that. No, I mean, it's, it's a, it was awesome storyline. And uh, I do want to say I mean, the snake was poisonous. Of course, Andre the Giant's going to run away from it. I mean, it's just (laughs) natural. (laughs) Um, Zeno, favorite Royal Rumble. Honestly, if I had to go with my favorite Royal Rumble, I'm going to go with the 1994 Royal Rumble. Bret Hart and Lex Luger. They both had won the Rumble. And they both did a match for both of them to actually be in the Rumble or for the WrestleMania. Both of them were in there. So I'm going to go with that one because there's so many talent that they have now in the WWE that why not have two championship matches for WrestleMania? Especially the show is eight hours long. Come on. (laughs) For real. For real. So back then when that happened in the 90s, it was unheard of. So if they did it now, going back 20 years later, yeah, you know, be something different to see. I got, I got a group question. Do you guys think something missing from the Royal Rumble the last couple of years that they used to do like five, 10 years ago where like guys would legit have matches to where he was like, you had to fight who was going to get like one guy would get number one. The other guy would get a random number, but like there would actually be matches leading up to the Royal Rumble with like real stakes. Like you had to get number one, you had to get number 30, but like they just a couple of years ago, they just stopped doing that. Everyone just declares that they're in the Royal Rumble. So it's a group question. Do you guys feel like that's something missing from the Royal Rumble today? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I also yeah, think you, that um, I'm sorry. You guys nailed it, man. I mean, they, I, I guess at the end at the end of the day, like we get it, wrestling scripted, but you still want to be emotionally invested and think like this is a sport. There's a competitive aspect to it, and like any sport, wins and losses matter. You know, and like you mentioned, Mark. To have that matter, we're competing for the number three spot. We're competing for the number two spot. It, it, it allows you to be emotionally invested and say, I care to watch this. Because in the, at the end result, we're going to know who's in what order in this. It gives you a reason to care. Yeah, yeah I agree. Gonna- Go ahead. Sorry, Kayla. Oh, no problem. Um, I think that's the problem with the Survivor Series pay-per-view. I think that the Rumble stakes should be attached to the Survivor Series matches. Like, if you win, who cares if it's for your show? I think there should be some Warrior Rumble picks on the line to make us care about Survivor Series because it hasn't been the case for years now. So I just wish that that same enthusiasm for the Survivor Series can be for the Rumble and there's actual stakes involved. Who cares about I'm fighting for Raw SmackDown? You just got drafted a month ago. Why should you care about your shows? There is one person running both shows and Adam Pierce now. So why should he care who's going to get both checks anyway? So like, let's have Survivor Series matter, heading to the Warrior 
Rumble, do qualifying matches to settle out the picks and be done with it. I like the declarations, but they mean nothing when there's no story building up to who wins the Rumble at the end of the day. Before before we start, you know, going through the people who are, will possibly getting kicked out, I just want to give my pick. I think Keith Lee might win it and take on the Raw Championship. That was my back pocket pick. Um, Wait, you wouldn't, Vince isn't Vince isn't going to do face versus face though. If McIntyre is still the champion, so he's going to have to go after Roman. Well, not necessarily. If Goldberg wins the belt, oh yeah, true. Off of McIntyre, yeah. Goldberg would technically God. be the heel, and then you bring Keith Lee in because you know he sent him in for training, he had him train up, and hey, it's it's time to show what your uh, showcase your talent. Uh, but you know we're seeing a scrimmage a skirmish going on in the corner here, and oh, it looks like Mila is trying oh. to trying oh. to come at Ronnie Dean and gets kicked over the top rope. Is she? He hits the floor uh, both feet. Uh, <laughs> and we and have our first elimination of the night. Um, I hate to see it. I hate to see it. I hate to see it. I'm uh, so happy I didn't get Santino. I lasted a little. <laughs> uh, okay, so okay, so there's a question. Here's another good question. What rumble does Santino Morella show up for, women's or men's? Oh, no, both. Both. both, both. both. And, I love the answer. Yes, easily both. Hopefully none of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that had me that one year when he made it to the finals. I was like, holy shit, they might actually throw us for a loop, like yeah. give it to somebody that nobody expected and like Santino, like worthy of being a main eventer, probably not. But it would have been, it would just been a, a a moment to be like, holy crap, they surprised me. Like I'd never fucking, I never would have saw that coming. And then of course, nothing happened. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting to see the the R truth comes out of nowhere uh, or hide somewhere. You know, this year, um, and you're naturally gonna have the gimmicks too with Kofi Kingston. Yeah. You know? You know what's going to happen. You know what? I heard today that Kofi is out with a jaw injury. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they said for at least uh, three to five weeks. Yeah. Oh, snap. I didn't know that. That's why Xavier Woods was by himself on Raw. Uh, That's pretty funny. (laughs) Uh, I'll retract my statement then. (laughs) Well, speaking Uh, on that, maybe, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge Xavier Woods fan. And if Kofi happens to be out for a minute, I wouldn't mind seeing Xavier make a little make a statement for himself here in the Rumble. You know, get a couple, couple big eliminations, maybe, maybe last till the final four or something like that. Obviously, he won't win, but I, if he's going to be on his own for a minute, I could I could see Xavier getting a little bit of a push. I feel like you have to try it at some point with all of them, just to see, you know, if there's anything there with with each of them. And now you've already done it with with Kofi, and now you're doing it again with Be. So I feel like Xavier Woods, you've never really given him that straight individual push i mean yeah. I feel like you gotta see what the guy can do and he he was the he what honestly was the mouthpiece of of that new day i mean he's the one that kind of put that whole thing together and i, I think he deserves at least somewhat of a, of a yeah. chance uh, yeah. whether or not it'll happen or whether or not it'll, yeah it'll maybe not a win. yeah like if you don't want to give him the win fine no. but at least have him like do like a feud with Lashley or something. Something, so the yeah. Title for, you know, like even if it's like a random off or something. Yeah. My favorite thing to do to Mark. Kane signaling for it here. Both men go to the corner. And the pounce to the outside! <laughs> 
Sorry, Mark. Sorry, bud. <laughs> Ron got thrown out of the oh, ring. Man. I saw a full-blown blast came. You know, sweet poison over here. Grabs Matt Manzella by the arm, swings him into the rope, a little tag team action, and just launches Ronnie D right out of the right out of the ring. That's that WIW connection right there. There it is. There it is. Zeno, right control your control your jobbers here, right? There you go, Z. Hey, I'm sorry, guys. I've got a question. Does anybody ever remember Adam Pierce wrestling? No. No. Nope. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, I don't I know. Any... I tried to find footage of him. And no. Wasn't he like a – I only know about this because they, uh, one of the podcasts brought up that I was listening to, he was like an NWA champion, like a five-time NWA champ, world heavyweight champion or something. I, just oh, looking at Adam time. Pierce, I, I just I – don't, I don't see it. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Well, that's the thing is like, you know, we, we, we're supposed to look at wrestling as fans and as people who dissect the show a little bit as what what's going to move the needle. And I don't see how uh, Adam Pierce angle really moves the needle besides just having Roman Reigns beat up some official. They'd have they'd have better luck having uh, Roman Reigns versus the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> we, we may wind up being surprised, though, because just kind of look at Adam Bill's stat I mean Adam Pierce's stature, he may wind up being like a like a technical type of guy that may give you know Roman Reigns fits. Maybe he'll come out wrestling like a like a Kurt Angle. Yeah, that's true. Matt, I you know I never got a chance to ask you. Who what is your favorite Royal Rumble? Uh I think it was the 2014 Royal Rumble, the Triple H won, but the last like four guys when you had Taker. Uh, Sting, uh, Goldberg, and Triple H. I think that that was the final four back in 2014 when Sting made his uh, debut and Triple H eventually won. But just like those last four entrants, they were like spot on. God, that was such an ego match for Triple H. How do you beat Sting when you finally get Sting to debut? That that you know that was such a like he's backstage with Vince like Vince. I I got to prove a point. You know that he made the wrong call. Like there's ego, but to to watch that uh, the NWO versus DX. I mean that's oh, every, yeah. every kid's dream or every adult's yeah. dream. I mean, yes, yeah, so that that was that was dope. Um, you know, another one was seeing a surprise return when he had the uh, pictorial injury when they were in Madison Square Garden. Uh, that was another that was another Royal Rumble moment. But yeah, probably oh, one. Oh, snap. Zeno is in the corner there fighting with Matt Manzella. Uh-oh. They can hardly Uh-oh. move against the ropes. They're bouncing against each other. And Zeno gets the best of them and tosses Matt Manzella right over the ropes. Hey, <laughs> Zeno <laughs> knocks out. Oh, slick Nick Zeno over here. Brother. <laughs> um, so we're, we're dwindling down slowly and slowly. People are taking their corners. They're fighting it off. Going over the top rope. But you know what's weird? It seems like Zeno and Mike are aiming at each other. Once tag team partners are starting to fight a little bit. Former WIW tag team champions. When it gets down to the nitty gritty. You can't you can't be a team anymore. You know. Um, what surprise what surprise catches or saves do you guys anticipate to come out this year? I would love to see a mix between. Uh, oh well, Kofi's not going to be there. Never mind. Uh, John Morrison. I think mm-hmm. he was the originator. I think he started doing you know the off the ball off the wall kind of yeah. saves and so i love to see something with him I was, 
that, that could be a surprise pick for somebody that's not going to win but could do surprisingly well because yeah. that's another guy where they bring him back and now have butchered him. Yeah. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin uh, on the men's side because I him and Morrison were right around at that same time period. Yeah. We were doing all of that freakish athletic stuff. Yep. Uh, Bianca Belair, she's very athletic. I could see her pulling off some of that some of that stuff. And if they bring Naomi back, then maybe Naomi. Oh yeah, yeah. She's been posting yeah. some, like some pics that she's ready and raring to go. So. Yeah, I think uh, I'm ready for a Ric Flair. Well, it's hard because he's old, but Ric Flair saving um, Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Uh, yeah, he could, he um, could catch him. I'm, I'm pretty sure he could muster up enough strength to catch him. I think he could. That's something <laughs> like if, she fell, yeah. if she yeah. fell in the right way, like where she like hits the, the ring apron and then it's going to hit the ground and he like kind of just scoops her as she's, as she's falling. You could do something like that. Mike's running ad Zeno right now. And all of a sudden he gets flipped right <laughs> over the ring. That's two eliminations for Zeno. He's yes. one to watch in the top, in the corners. I don't know what's going to happen here next folks. They take their posts and what will happen next. Um, so we're down to two people now, Mark. I mean, Four. Well, well no. Three, because you. Do we tag team up at this point? No, but you're not supposed to be counting yourself. So it's three is the correct verbiage. <laughs> so Mick believes that Mick believes that he will actually be crushed. Your uh, will be crushed to death. Crushed to death. <laughs> so it's not, and this is going to be reeling up to the Royal Rumble. But I was showing Devin it, again. Who knows if it's if it's true or not? But the the speculation is that the brawl when he tripped Charlotte Flair, that he was supposed to trip uh, Peyton Royce. But he, uh, but him, uh, Peyton Royce and Charlotte Flair were in the wrong spot at the moment where he he and his head was counting down when he's supposed to pull. So he just randomly pulled. But I guess they were supposed to do one more slingshot, and then he was supposed to trip Peyton Royce, but he messed up and tripped Charlotte Flair. And now they're rolling with it and having him turn heel on his own daughter again. Yeah, I heard, I heard they signed him to a contract now for. You know to stay there. Yeah, that's yeah, so I did too, and I'm just like, they're and they're desperate. They're desperate for something, and Ric Flair is still entertaining. Uh, you know, to this day, even you know, even even at his age. So I mean, I don't think well, it's you know, safe. But may see Lacey Evans win the Rumble this year. Yeah, maybe. You know? I, I would I would doubt it, but I, but she probably would be worthy of. You know what? I'm so goofy. Ronda Rousey. We haven't talked about Ronda Rousey. Is there a chance that she may come back for the Rumble? There is. There is a possibility. I, I She's doing like- training and stuff. But, Mark, do you see that? Uh-oh. Oh, Zeno's oh, 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 running, running at Eric. Eric quickly oh. knocks out of the way, throws Zeno right over the top. Oh, and Zeno throws him. Oh, you hate oh, to see man. the top throw. You hate to see it. I hope he's okay. (laughs) I mean, Eric, you're not going to be because me and Devin now have to team up uh, against you. Well, you know what? Not if I slide out of the ring first and just eliminate myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, just want to reiterate. So like you were saying, Ronda Rousey could possibly come in. I think she could be a guest appearance. I don't think she's going to take it. Um, but I don't either. I feel like I feel like if she was, she would have trolled more. Like you know what I mean? Because she's like periodically she. Whenever there's speculation, it's because that she puts out some tweet or some post saying that 
like she because she'll do an interview and she does something like oh i hate wrestling fans or wrestling fans are just giant marks or she tries to like push like stir the pot and then that's when the speculation starts that maybe she's coming back and she wants to make sure she comes back with a bunch of, like, a bunch of heat on her i don't see them bringing back anybody like ronda rousey and her kind of ratings draw unless there's fans in the stands 100 percent. i don't see vince risking like you know like drew mcintyre beating brock lesnar and they had no choice but i don't see him seeing the results now and being like i don't see him taking that risk again with, with anybody you know what i i think that on i think on the women's side i think that we're looking at maybe a trish stratus because i would love to see her against sasha banks because who else is there for sasha and on the men's side Devin, I'm, I'm with you i'm thinking maybe keith lee uh, would be a, a surprise, you know, warm-hearted pick. Oh, okay. So Eric's up and against against the ropes. Mark and Devin are coming I'm at him. Devin performs a Pele on Eric, kicking him in the head, and Mark throws him German over. Suplex. And Eric is knocked out for that. That's right. It comes down to the final two. Who will take it at this point? Mark. <sighs> I hate you, man. I hate you too, man. But you know what's got to happen. I'm going for you. So this is how we always predict it to end. Me and Mark finishing it off. I throw Mark into the ropes. Mark hits me down. I get back up. We kick it off. I I sweet chin music him. Throw him back over to the ropes. Bust him into a DDT. That's hurtful. Pick him up. And Uh, Mark is thrown over the ropes. And Devin comes out as champion. From the save to the champion, I am the king, baby. All day. <laughs> I had to do it, Mark. That's terrible. Look at that. No one's a fan of that. That was a terrible uh, ending to the Royal Rumble. No one's happy with that. I will be going to the Royal Rumble <laughs> to face. Actually, Sweet Poison has the belt currently with him. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> as Casey Bryant, uh, Ryan Plot says, there can only be one Highlander. <laughs> and uh, I do want to say for everybody that is watching, these we couldn't have done it without you. This is our first ever pay per view. It's not the way Mark wanted it to go. It, it shouldn't, because you know what? I both my feet did not hit the ground. One foot was on the steel steps. So that's a that's a bullshit ref call. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you, you didn't see Vince slip that twenty that I gave him. Um, but uh, as twenty, was it a twenty wrapped in how to book a superstar? <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, I do want to reach out and tell everybody that we want to say thank you for listening to the our first ever pay-per-view. Uh, we do have a few podcast group uh, people in here as well. So we want to get you all out there to listen to Kayla's Wrestle Soaptopia and say thank you, Kayla, for coming on, talking wrestling with us. Um, thank you. I appreciate it. Love you guys. Hope to do it again soon. Yeah, definitely. Go have fun watching AEW and NXT because they both actually should be good tonight, hopefully. Uh, Fingers we crossed. <laughs> we lost Matt Manzella, uh, but we do want to let you know that uh, you can find Matt Manzella's um, music page who does our bonus episode music, front, uh, the intro and outro, um, 
at Matt Manzella Music. He's on Facebook. Check him out for all those podcasters out there. Uh, Eric, uh, we want to say thank you to you and the Ear Hustling Podcast for joining us. Thank you. Sorry about the, sorry about the screen. I, I I know that's bad podcast etiquette to have your to have your, it's your, what, your it's, down there. It's what happens when we don't get James and we get you. Well, yeah, you know what? That's why it's the ear hustling podcast with James and Eric, man, because we're kind of like a axe and smash or demolition. Once the tag team, oh, was, tag team right there. Once the tag yeah. team was dissolved, it was over. We can't be singles wrestlers. We're always going to be a tag team. Well, we'll absorb, we'll absorb you into the NWO faction that we're causing. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring you in. And then yeah. uh, we'll go and, from uh, there. Before, before we forget, uh, shout out to the crew of the Scene Snobs and Mick for, for bringing us on to his network. And hopefully uh, you guys out there are – you liked our debut of uh, on Scene Snobs. And, you know, this is the kind of stuff you can kind of expect a lot with the Fan Effect podcast. We do a lot of, like, nerdier, geekier discussions. So if, if this kind of thing uh, works and you guys enjoyed watching this and everyone here had fun doing it, me and Devin can – uh, obviously looking to do in more like cool, you know, like just giant discussions about, you know, bigger stuff going on. Like maybe WrestleMania time or something can do, can do something pretty cool for WrestleMania. I'd be pretty excited to do that. You know, we can do a bunch of cool new videos and uh, actually uh, money in the bank. I think it'd be, we could do something really cool with money in the bank, uh, especially because yeah. you can move people around uh, the picture. So we can legit do like a ladder and have people climb up. That'd be probably sure. <laughs> um, so, oh. uh, Zeno, Mike, Ronnie D as well. Uh, uh, do you guys have anything you guys want to pitch before we close out today? No? Yeah, All right. Other than that, uh, as always, everybody, you'll, you can hear us uh, as the Phantom Effect podcast on Fridays uh, on all major systems and platforms. Sundays will be at 8 o'clock on Scene Snobs. Follow Mark on uh, Twitch at um, the Bushido Geek. You can follow me on Twitch at Dreamy underscore Kong. And if you ever want to donate to our podcast, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Effect podcast. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Mick, thank you again. Thank you, everybody who showed up. Let's end it with a too sweet. Yep. Too sweet, everybody. There you go. Thank you. Ah.